0: Thank you for joining us for Let's Pray, a ministry designed to help and encourage through Bible reading and prayer. And I'm Brooke Suttle, the pastor of Royal River Baptist Church in Yarmouth, Maine. Our scripture reading is found today in the book of Hosea, chapter 2, verses 14 through 16. And While you're finding your place in your Bible, let me remind you uh, that this chapter uh, is dealing with the call uh, to obedience. And we're dealing particularly Uh, With this thought, the cause of obedience, or, or we could say the causality or the constraint of obedience. And I said on yesterday that God encourages obedience, and he does that by addressing our failures. We found in verse 14, he said, therefore, behold, I will allure her. And so we find the drawing of God, God drawing by way of a promise, I will. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to draw Israel. Uh, Hosea is speaking of Gomer as a illustration of uh, Israel and God's relationship with Israel. Therefore, behold, I will allure her. So God is the one that makes the move. He's the one that makes the first move, and he draws us to himself. He encourages obedience Not only by his drawing, by his destinations, he's going to bring her into the wilderness. He's going to uh, speak peaceably uh, to her comfortably, the Bible says. And then he's going to uh, promise deliverance. There is a way of provision and purpose. So let's look now at this scripture, the scriptures in verse 14 through 16. Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortably unto her. Now, I will give her vineyards, and from thence the valley of Achor for a door of hope, and she shall sing there as in the days of her youth, and as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be at that day, saith the Lord, that thou shalt call me Ishi, for and shalt call me no more Bali. As we look at this, we find. Uh, as I said, that God encourages obedience by addressing our failures. And so he's dealing with uh, their problems. He's going to take them to the wilderness, a place place where they're going to have to really reflect where there's dryness. Really, sin leads us to that place as well. But I'm glad that God doesn't let us just wallow in our sin and enjoy it forever. There is pleasure in sin, but there's also uh an end and there's a place uh, that we come to that's a place of destruction a place of despair and god brings us to these places that we can't enjoy our sin forever Uh, we get troubled in our soul and our spirit though our flesh enjoys it our spirit can't live on the things of this world and be satisfied so he brings them to the wilderness now when they get to the wilderness he says in verse 15, I will give her vineyards from thence. From where? From the wilderness. What an odd place to receive a vineyard. But God is will give her vineyards from thence. And the valley of Achor, which means trouble. You remember Achan, then uh, his sin there he was he was troubled. His family was troubled. They were stoned because of their sin in the valley of Achor. So it's synonymous with judgment. And it's in this time of trouble that God opens for us a door of hope. Who in their, as they're living uh, healthy and wealthy and they have everything that they need. They are rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing uh, like the Laodiceans. sins. Why? Would people look to God? But God brings us to these times of dissatisfaction in our lives to realize that there's more than the physical. There's more than the temporal. There's something that's uh, eternal, something that's spiritual. There's this inward man that needs satisfaction, and it can't find it in the things of the world. And God uses these troubled times, these judgments, these difficulties, these dry places to let us know that there is a place of joy and gladness, grapes and vineyards speak of joy. From there, vineyards are going to be provided. It's going to be before them, in other words. From from thence, not in that place, not in our sin, not in our despair, but from there, we're able to come to a place of vineyards. There is a door of hope in the time of judgment. I'm glad that in judgment, God remembers mercy and shows mercy so he's talking about in this time of of uh, being carried away in time of captivity God's going to open a door of hope for them it says in verse 15 and she shall sing there as in the days of her youth and it is the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt we find in verse 16 it shall be in that day saith the Lord that thou shalt call call me Ishi and shall call me no more Bali. So we find two things in this idea of deliverance. People that respond appropriately to deliverance, God's encouragement brings forth an appropriate expression. You say, what do you mean by that? Well, when I respond in a right way to chastisement or judgment, uh, and I respond appropriately uh, to what God's doing in my life, God's encouragement will bring forth an expression from my heart. Here we see it singing. And she shall sing there. God's going to put a song because they have recognized the error of their ways. They, their true hope is in the Lord. And they're going to sing as when they were delivered. Many people have lost their joy. The Bible says, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. What this nation needs, what we need in our churches is revival. That God had caused us to sing is when we got saved. And that we'd remember what God's done for us and return to the Lord for those that aren't saved. That we would recognize that God has deliverance for us. And that we would receive it and be able to sing for those that have not been saved. And for those of us that have, that we would return to the Lord. Then we see it's not just in singing, but it's in salutation. It says this is what they're going to say. And it shall be at that day saith the Lord that thou shalt call me. They're going to they're going to recognize God in a different way. They're going to salute him in a different way. And it's in a relationship. It's going to be in regards to their relationship. You say well, what do you mean? They're not going to say anymore master though God is our master. But they see it as my husband. This relationship this one that is tending to our lives and cares for us. And so when people get right with God, they though God is our Lord, they don't see it as him being a hard taskmaster because they see him as his yoke being easy and his burden light. And they see it as a relationship with the Lord now as a husband and not in this taskmaster. Uh, Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, help us that we get our hearts right with you. From the wilderness and from the despair of judgment, would you help us that we would see you as a loving husband and not as an overlord or a taskmaster. Help us, God, that we get right with you and we would glory in your Lordship. We'd love you because you protect us and take care of us and we want to do the will of God Help us in this time of trouble to see the door of hope that you have before us. And we'll give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us for Let's Pray. I hope it's been a help to you. And aren't you glad that Jesus is our door of hope? If you have need of additional assistance, you may reach us at 207-899-7949. Or you may contact us by going to our website at letspraynow.org. Until tomorrow, hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye-bye.